You know it's bad when you've been trying to upload an episode for about a month now and y'all have been waiting this much and having that intro is kind of like a teaser and then you're like, well, where's the episode? I mean, like, I've been waiting for about a month and here I am finally making some time because I always put things off. I think if there's anything that you need to know about me is that I'm very much a procrastinator. It's something that I don't know where I got it from. None of my parents are procrastinators. I do have a good work ethic, though, and at my actual job, I actually do my work. If there's anything that I'm going to be slacking off in, it's going to be from this. Just as a heads up. But, hello guys. This is my first episode. This is Richard from Ignorant. And let me just tell you, that introduction, the teaser, the trailer, I made it purposely very vague. Because I wanted to hook more people into it. Because of that, I want to reach as many people as possible. Of course, I have a specific set of beliefs that many people probably will not agree with. And that's okay. I don't care if people agree with me or not. I just want them to hear me out. So this podcast is named Ignorant, like I said, because I believe this podcast could be like a remedy of sorts to treat ignorance. Or at least it could be seen like a treatment plan for those who engage in ignorant thinking. And you're all like, well, why are all these medical terms being thrown around right now? We already are living in an era where we had to hear that every single day of our lives for the past year and a half, ever since COVID became so rampant and went through our streets. The last thing we want to hear is another virus. But unfortunately, there has been this virus going around for quite some time. One could say from the beginning of human history. But never in a time like now is it more blatantly obvious, but nobody wants to do anything about it. Unfortunately, this type of behavior, this type of thinking, is now being seen in a specific part of our American political spectrum. Now, this is where I get a little partisan. So if y'all are triggered, if you have some sort of like core belief or some attachment to your political ideology, your political party, your figurehead of sorts, then I suggest you turn it off now. But I really want you to hear it because I like triggering people, but I also like for people to hear the other side. So I'm politically left-leaning. It has been that way for some time. I changed my political beliefs around, I think, a third of the way through the year of 2020. Now, I could write a book about it, honestly, of how this all happened, because there was a lot of different things that made me change my mind about many of my political beliefs that I had. I used to be a very right-wing person. I look back at that time of my life in shame. I cannot change the past as much as I want to, but I can learn from it. And even worse of all, for me, I used to be a Trump supporter. I used to be a Trump supporter for about two years. And then once COVID happened and once the impeachment occurred, I started questioning my beliefs. I started really reflecting on who I was as a person. Is this really who I am? Is this really what I want on my tombstone to be if I die? 
the next day, or if I keep holding on to these beliefs until I die? Is this really what I want people to remember me for? I realized that I was wrong in many issues. I had very destructive ways of thinking, very ignorant, ill-informed, but I didn't realize that until I started having more conversations with people of different political beliefs. I started watching more actual news, and I'm not talking about like I stopped watching Fox News, which was one thing. I wasn't really a big Fox News person in the first place, but I started reading more into other types of media. I started actually seeing things for the way they were, especially with George Floyd. That thing definitely hit close. But again, going back to ignorance and the right wing, the right wing in America has become more extreme to the point that you have the top general fearing that Trump was going to attempt a coup and he drew comparisons to Hitler and Nazi Germany. How crazy is that that you have the top general of the United States fearing himself in America, in 2021, people, thinking that Trump could possibly attempt a coup. That is insane. You would have said that 20 years ago. That would have been mind-boggling. But this is reality. This is where the right wing has come to. You have now a party that has made Trump their figurehead. Their whole platform is Trump, nothing else. It is one man that's their platform now. And this is where we saw, not just in 2020, but as early as 2020, uh, as 2020, as 2016, a very strange and disturbing shift from regular conservatism, which was already screwed up to begin with, in my opinion, to right-wing extremism. You have then his ideas becoming mainstream in the platform as crazy as they were now they are enshrined in the rnc's platform and most likely are going to stay there for the next four years once it started getting more extreme it was already extreme to begin with like i said but once it started getting out of hand i had suspicions that that phone call with the Ukrainian president and Donald Trump was already fishy. Was there something to hide? Why is he saying all this stuff? Why is he becoming more divisive? He's saying more things on Twitter that don't make sense. And then COVID hit. His ineptitude showed. Was on full display in front of the whole world. And that's when I left and dipped. You know, I dipped from it, knowing it was going to get bad. Not just COVID, but the base. And once he started saying all these lies about voting, that's when I knew there can be a very bad outcome here. 2020 and 2021 displayed the worst of what America was, especially in the right wing. And what did we see? Let's let's talk about it. What did we see here? We saw a crisis. Contagion. COVID-19 hit. It was a horrible virus. It still continues to go and 
uh, go r rampant in many parts of this country and in many parts of the world. COVID-19 is still a big deal. But the most dangerous virus that is still rampant today and that has been for quite some time is this disease called ignorance. At the beginning, I said it started probably from the beginning of human history. But here in America, it has never been so much more obvious. This has led to things like our democratic institutions being questioned and delegitimized. Ignorance has led to various events of 2020. It has led to the massive failure of containing COVID in our country, which has left more than half a million dead. It has led to a partisan battle of what we should teach about race in this country in a time of great inequality and a horrifying display of racism and police brutality ever in this country's history. And it led to ultimately the culmination of anger from a base that has been divorced from reality into absolute anarchy at the heart of our capital. I recently graduated and my seminar project was in communication. I did my senior seminar on the rhetoric of insurrection that Donald Trump used before the January 6th riot. It was a rhetorical analysis. I got a pretty good grade on it. I'm pretty proud of it. I have it right here on display um, because it, it got a good grade. And honestly, this was a very personal thing for me. It was a sign and a symbol of my growth as a human being and from my political beliefs. It showed how far I have come from the beginning of my college career to the end of it. But specifically about my project, I talked about how Donald Trump used his rhetoric, used his platform to convince his base that his reality was true. And at the end of it, I showed how it constructed this alternative reality for his supporters to avoid dissonance and hold this false belief that he won the election and that it was their duty as loyal followers to act on his wishes. And my project is so in death about it. I'm being very reductive here. Um, it's about 40 pages long and it took a whole hell of a lot of time of research. It was a whole semester. I was very dedicated to that. And like I said, I'm pretty proud of it. And maybe one day I'll post it so that people can can see what it's all about. But I made a pretty good case of how the rhetoric that Donald Trump used had a very dangerous effect and how it convinced many people to act the way they did. Because this wasn't created in the vacuum. January 6th. And that's one of the arguments that I made. This cannot be seen as some event that is different from ev everything else from the Trump movement. This was part of the Trump movement. This was part of their prophecy. This will be a big thing in this podcast, rhetoric. Uh, because we have to understand that rhetoric can have dangerous consequences to our society. 
And we have just witnessed that six months ago. And the most dangerous part about it is that this type of rhetoric is becoming mainstream and is not going away. And here's the thing that you should know. Rhetoric is the OP combo move for demagogues if they know how to use it. As with every word spoken in the public platform, they have consequences and they do have effect on how things transpire in the real world. It's not that you just say one thing and it doesn't have any meaning. It doesn't have any bigger effect or inner meaning. Words have consequences and they do matter. We have lawmakers right now that are desperately whitewashing what occurred on January 6th, despite all the videos on the internet that show police getting beat by American flagpoles, almost getting stabbed, getting tased, getting maced, having hand-to-hand -hand combat with people who supposedly back the blue. We have all this and it's not going away. We're going to keep those videos and they will stay up for everyone to witness. Yet, there are lawmakers that are trying to downplay what happened, calling it a, a tourist visit, uh, saying that they weren't concerned for their safety or that they were peaceful protesters or that they did nothing wrong. And if they did see the violence or they acknowledged the violence, some of them will say that they just cared about the election or that they were just passionate about Donald Trump, about uh, electoral fraud. What a bunch of nonsense. We have people right now trying to disenfranchise voters with suppressive laws that are very similar to Jim Crow. In the 21st century, we have people who are ultimately trying to teach a propaganda type version of American history by banning critical race theories from schools, making it the new boogeyman for the GOP. And this is ultimately a movement based on ignorance. This is where we get back to ignorance. Ignorance is subjective, but there's one thing that distinguishes ignorance from political motivations, and that is the lack of awareness of reality, whether it is intentional or unintentional. Because I believe that those who engage in such mentality are ridden with the disease of ignorance. Because ignorance is a disease. But it can be cured. Through education, through common sense, through having dialogue, sitting down with people and trying to talk things out like civil human beings. Though, like any other diagnosed individual who has a condition, they can reject the aid. And those people will continue to stay sick and will die that way. Ignorance is very much a disease. But I'm not trying to demonize or dehumanize those who are unconsciously ignorant. Because sometimes they don't even know themselves that they are in such condition. And the nicest people can be ignorant. So being ignorant does not make you a bad person. It just makes you ill-informed. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can be taught the right things. You can be reversed to not being an ignorant person and being educated, well-informed, and guided through the right direction. 
sometimes these people who are nice or who that are unconsciously ignorant are just genuinely lost, have nowhere else to go, or they feel disenfranchised to some extent. And they cling on to an ideology that makes them feel safe and comfortable because it's all they've ever known or they don't want to create dissonance. Yet they have this weird dichotomy of, of being victims but also heroes in a way so that they can have someone to blame for their shortcomings but also made to feel empowered and special. It's still harmful but it has no bad intentions. But just because someone doesn't have bad intentions does not mean you can excuse their ignorance. You have to teach them the right things. You have to teach them that there are things that they engage in unconsciously that are ignorant that you have to fix or that they have to fix. That's the difference between somebody who's unconsciously ignorant and those who are consciously ignorant. Those who promote or enable this type of behavior of ignorance or those who are willingly so are menaces to society. They impede progress. They lack empathy and rationality. And this exists on both sides of the political spectrum. Because politics, especially American politics, is incredibly complicated. But it is made reductive by people who pigeonhole people into large groups instead of looking at politics as a spectrum rather than a binary left-right issue. And this is why ignorance is present everywhere. But nowhere is it more obvious right now than what I just mentioned before in the Republican Party, in the GOP. And that is why it dipped right when it got to the extent that it did. And I'm not a partisan person. I am not a Democrat. Let's make that clear from the very get-go. Y'all have heard me right now just criticize the hell out of the Republican Party. But I am no angel to the Democrats. I don't like them. And the current president sucks. But they are a hell of a lot better than what we had before. I call out bullshit when I see it from both sides. But I am putting all my efforts into making sure Trump never gets close to reaching the White House ever again. Plus, making sure no one ever forgets nor forgives for what the Republicans are continuing to do with regards to January 6th, voter suppression, keeping Trump relevant in their party, or anything else. I will never let them live it down until they can admit it. In full display of everyone and to the followers, I will never let them live it down. And these fake apologies and trying to virtue signal to everyone, I'm not falling for that. No one should. There will be no good place in history for these people who are apologetic or endorsed Trump's behavior. Specifically Trump because he's still in control of the party. He's still the cult leader. That's what I believe. This is the type of ignorance I am most dedicated to combating because it personally affected me. I used to be incredibly ignorant, very intolerant, and cynical. I honestly should make a book about it because there was so much that went on during that period of my life that pushed me towards that side. 
But there are some things that just don't make sense that I look back in, in time and I'm like, why did I ever do that? How did I ever get myself to that extent? I can't change what I did. I can't change how many people I have hurt. But I can teach others how not to fall for the same trap. Because if I, being a Mexican-American, a young college student, well, not anymore, I graduated, somebody who was raised to believe everyone is equal, someone who has seen firsthandedly how racism affects people here in America, how somebody like me was able to fall for this trap, anyone else can. And that's the craziest part. People might say, oh, I'm too hard-headed. Think twice before you say that because I used to be kind of the same way. So that's the thing. I want to teach people the past. My past, America's past, the world's past. That's a big thing of me. I love history. It's a big part of who I am. I love reading about it, seeing it, watching it. Um, sucks that I didn't get to major in it. But history is another big part of this podcast series. I am an advocate for real history, not revisionist, lost cause type history. But history as it happened from the Native American genocide, Jim Crow, slavery, all the bad stuff, let's teach it. Let's make sure that everybody knows about the bad things that America did so that we as people never get to repeat it. Because history repeats itself. As crazy as it seems, it always does. If people choose to ignore it. I think there was a saying once. Uh, Read it or you're doomed to repeat it. And with regards to history. I believe that. Because if we keep doing the things that we're doing right now. With like CRT in schools. And we just choose to ignore everything that just happened. Uh, 150 years ago then we're getting nowhere as a society. America will crumble. Uh, we will be more divided than ever. We will have a civil war. All shit's going to break loose. And I don't believe that that's how it should be. So that's a big part. History, rhetoric, big components of this podcast. Because those two types of things, if done wrong, leads to ignorance. If we teach history the wrong way, it will lead to ignorance. If demagogues continue to espouse dangerous rhetoric, it leads to ignorance. That is why I am making those two things essential parts of this podcast. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I know it's taken a long time for me to get this episode out, but here I am doing it now and I will get another one done here soon. I think I may have to do this like bi-weekly. Um, or maybe weekly, who knows? I'll figure it out eventually. But this has been Richard from Ignorant. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. It really helps a lot and it gets my voice out there. I want to reach as many people as possible. So stay safe, everyone. I'll catch you all on the next one.